the time is growing near, folks. The more and more you are delaying the action of opening up a cryptocurrency wallet is going to ensure that there's going to be more fear of missing out once the markets develop more and more steam as they did 20 months ago. Now's the time to take advantage. Visit blockchaintrade.market for more information on getting started in cryptocurrencies, opening up a cryptocurrency wallet, at least have something in there so that when the market takes off, you'll be ready. You'll have the funds. You'll have the ability to make a transaction without the fear, without FOMO. Visit blockchaintrade.market today for more information to get started. Let's get back to the show. All right. Well, hello there. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, perhaps. It is, in fact, 5.33 a.m. Tuesday, June 11th, 2019. Throwing this sucker into drive for you folks. Here we go. Out and about. 63 degrees Fahrenheit. And this fantastic morning. But whatever time of day you are enjoying. Let's get this sucker up to highway speeds and make my way down the Catactin Mountain Highway from a place I call Shangri-La. My duties resume. For your ears, during this commute time of 28 minutes and change, Nothing changes. It's the same day in, day out. And I thank you for it. I appreciate your, your support, as always. Bitcoin is accepted, by the way. Visit blockchaintrade.market for more information on getting started with uh, cryptocurrencies, opening up a cryptocurrency wallet, and, uh, yeah, well, we'll start it off there. How about that? Crypto. What a world, what a world we live in. When we can get to the grocery store and fill up our grocery shopping cart with $300 worth of produce and check out at the cashier with a swipe of a card and pass of an NFC device and deduct from our accounts our hard-earned cash. But what happens when there is no more cash? This cashless society that is imminent. Have you seen the pictures of the Venezuelan dollar littering the streets as if it were refuse or leaves fallen from a tree 
how insignificant its value. How astonishing it must be to have truckloads of this stuff that you would need to take to the grocery store (laughs) as a matter of exchange. Tough, very tough for these guys. Then again, you've got the Venezuelan Petro, their version of the cryptocurrency. And I know a lot of uh, different cryptos are being exchanged in many, many different countries uh, more frequently than their own valued fiat. What does that mean in the world of digitization? going to be in 25 years. Get in now, folks. Now's the time. Bright and early. Can you imagine having 5 or 10 Bitcoin? And then having its value increase by a thousand percent. It's done that. It's happened. Figure over the last decade, 50,000% increase. <laughs> For God's sakes. Could you have imagined spending $400 million on two pizzas? Could you imagine? It's very hard to imagine. But as our economy shift and the United States tends to go paperless, this cashless society that's been spoken about for hundreds of years, didn't make prominence until the early 20th century when it was written in novels and in our universities that the technologies that exist will exemplify and facilitate all of the nuances that will allow these pieces of the puzzle to come together. But the infrastructure must exist. The foundation must be built and we must come together and form a union of like-minded individuals who can regulate and facilitate the decentralization of this economy and overall industry. I look forward to it, anticipate fantastic things and tremendous challenges at the same time. So what could we expect? Just a very slow adoption, I would think, at the forefront. So as Bitcoin sits around $8,000, it's a tall order to expect 
its value to go even tenfold. Could you imagine $80,000, $100,000? I can. <laughs> and for many of us who are in the cryptocurrency market, it, it can go, go above and beyond anyone's expectations. And once there's a trillion dollars of value in total market capitalization, it'll be quite evident that uh, institutional money and regulation will get their foothold and start to influx. Enjoying this Spotify, I tell you. Christopher Bissonette, once again. Just about a week into it. David Wengren. A bunch of other collaborations. Proportions in motion. You can listen to it while I'm sleeping, meditating, relaxing, driving podcasting and contemplating thinking about thinking about the world where we're going to be so many years from now how are we going to capitalize on this are we going to be able to make out ahead we invest now or simply lose all of our worth. It could go to zero. There's a lot of speculation and there's a tremendous amount of risk. But the potential for reward is astounding. And that's what attracts me. Others aren't so daring, so quick to react, but going into my second year, as I first bought some Ethereum in August of 2017, which is late coming to the game, considering all the folks who got in many years ahead and bought their Lambos and well-oiled and then December happened and there was a frenzy and if you look at the charts you know exactly what I'm talking about and anybody who is knowledgeable of the recent 20 months leading up until the all-time high nearly $20,000 for Bitcoin. There was just so much ruckus, so much acknowledgement, and so much FOMO. Everyone was afraid that they were missing out on something just 
with so much energy and so much momentum that it was just a blip in the radar. If you go back to 2012, 2013, the same thing had happened. A huge run up in value. And then it piped back down. And then once again, another cycle, 2015, ran it up and then dropped back down. And here's another run, the third, fourth, the fifth run coming 2021, 2022, could bring Bitcoin to a quarter million dollars from $8,000 where we're at sitting today. That Fibonacci cycle, that trend pattern, the overall ebb and flow. We'll get there, folks. Who knows, by two, 2025, it might even be a million dollars. Some were speculating it might be well before that. But five or six years? Make a couple million. Yeah. There's potential. And you can also trade, and you can also take advantage of uh, shorting opportunities. But you know, check out We Trade HQ if you want to get into trading. Visit WeTradeHQ.com for more information. Go say hi to Jake and Brad. Tell them Steve sent you. From Blockchain Trade Market. So, great group of folks. Some mentorship available over there. And you learn a lot, to say the least. So, how are you? on the agenda what brings you to the Applegate Experience podcast was it word of mouth was it that Facebook ad that prompted you sure wasn't traditional radio advertisements non-existent in my world anyway in fact I don't even turn on FM radio anymore. Which is quite strange. I used to listen to NPR News, WNYC up in Jersey for 25 years before we moved. And for a while there, I listened to WAMU and National Public Radio, local stations. But at some point, we cut the cable, we're not inundated with commercial advertisements, streaming onto the television with standard network TV, we don't even have a house line coming in for the telephone. Why? Why should you? If you've got a cell phone that goes everywhere with you and can make phone calls from your attic or basement, why would you have a landline? Security. Yeah, there are many reasons why you should. 
towards those who choose to continue with the good old days. You even sport a fancy old vintage or antique telephone on the wall hanging up. Go to old coil wire hanging from it, from that, from that handset. Even the rotary dial still exists in some, some worlds. But when was the last time you saw a phone of all things? I don't recall. I've seen a payphone probably within the last five years. But not a phone booth. It's been many, many years, at least a decade. We've seen them on TV, our kids, upcoming generation aren't going to be so fortunate to even fathom, except for in the storybooks. Many of the things that we had the privilege of growing up with, which goes far and beyond the experience with a phone booth of all things. But just like anything else, technology's advance and obsolescence is, is expected. guy get in the fast lane let's get going here got a big truckload full of stone taking up two lanes here as we get on to 340 and 15 south Frederick County Maryland by the way and if you haven't subscribed already please do so to the Applegate Experience podcast as well as YouTube and Instagram. I'm on Twitter under Applegate Health, as well as Instagram under Stephen Applegate MD, as in Maryland. And yeah, tremendous things are going to be happening. Tremendous. And I can't wait. Bitcoin is accepted, by the way. If you find in the goodness of your heart the ability to donate to the homeless and the less fortunate, please visit foodchain.fun today for more information on making a difference. All donations go to the local Frederick County homeless and less fortunate. Till the growth of this industry expands well beyond the boundaries of my reach, then we'll need volunteers and associates like you on board to help spread the cause. So foodchain.fund is where it's at. 5.51, getting closer and closer to my destination. And if you didn't get it already, if you're new to the podcast, this is my commute. I get in my automobile and I hit cruise control and I make my way down the Catactin Mountain Highway to the office. Usually it's early in the morning. And if you've been following me for the past several months, I've been 
cooped up in the house for a good bit, so I would record some of my podcasts broken out into segments in the man cave, as well as in the automobile. But this new set of wheels sounds fantastic. The road noise is is minimal. In fact, um, I'm very satisfied with that. And it is what it is. This is the the applicant experience. This is not your experience. This is me being me, doing what I do best, and that is to just dictate to the world my innermost thoughts and feelings, ambitions, hobbies and interests transparently openly I talk about my health and wellness talk about technology a little bit of psychology it's just my perspective this is my therapy I try to set things in line so that I can meet my expectations and manage them in a manner that is consistent in bringing forth further determination to achieve greatness or whatever you want to call it. And I anticipate in the next week after today I will be going another seven days of water fasting. And I hear enough of it from friends and family that uh, I should cease and desist. That I've achieved enough weight loss. However, I have not reached the goal of 100 pounds of weight loss, which I thought for sure was going to be achieved several months back. And considering how close I got back in January, and that's five months, six months ago, I thought for sure I was going to reach the 100 pounds of weight loss, being well under 200 pounds by now. So I've extended it to the point of one year in which I started this journey. And jokingly, half serious, I posted a poll on Instagram, which I haven't checked, by the way, to see if anybody has actually voted on the idea of going 38 days total. I've gone 34 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But could you go seven days? Could you go 28 days? 40 days? You can. Should you? Not necessarily. If you're morbidly obese and you have significant weight to to lose, absolutely, then do it. If your health is failing, or if you have the, the signs and your doctor is telling you, here's your prescription medication that you've got to take for the rest of your life and your sick care 
not healthcare, is facilitating the coverage for all the out-of-pocket costs that are associated with that, then to just stop right there and just visit cherrylane.associates and reinvent yourselves. Get on board. Just take the plunge. Forget the Wim Hof method and just find this homeopathic and complementary holistic approach for your success in shedding the pounds and taking the time to just restrict your diet and reinvent your lifestyle. It's very challenging. My wife, my wife and I are not on the same page. I was taking the trash out to the curb this morning, and what did I find before I tied the strings on the trash bag were just the packages of refuse left over from the night before of all the trash, all the garbage, all the candies, and packaged goods that are just horrible and I, I can't understand how she could facilitate this especially with the children and after two months of hard work for me to prepare foods healthy foods leafy greens vegetable based and for her to go back to doing so it's very very difficult So you've got to take the initiative, take the time yourself to make a decision today to pull the trigger, make it happen. No matter what excuse comes to mind, you've got to remain determined. And if you need assistance, reach out to me. I've got some advice to provide, most of which you'll hear it here. But remember to live life healthy. Remain optimistic. And be well. Thanks, everyone. Remember to make it a great day. I know.